Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, coming to you as always from the Comedy Room Room inside El Chirito, located at 2100 Larimer Street in the lovely ballpark neighborhood of Denver, Colorado. Uh, I am one of your assemblage of hosts, Nate Balding. I'm Jake Becker. Matt Orange. Hey, Chris Baker's here. Jeff Albright. Hey everybody, we have a very special guest today. Indeed. Dave Stone. Mr. Dave Stone is hey. here. Yeah. Dave Stone is here. That's me. Dave Stone of the Boogie Monster podcast. Yeah. We promise never to have anyone from uh, from Buffalo ever again. <laughs> Are you from Buffalo? <laughs> no. Okay. Sweet. Oh, our, la- our guest last week was from Buffalo, and she passed out during the Oh, ours. okay. Yeah, I'll try time. not to do that. <laughs> that won't be hard. You know, you're, you're in town doing shows all over the great state of Colorado, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Been in Denver. You're going to Boulder tonight. Boulder tonight. Oh, the Bear Garden. That's yeah. a great show, man. It's in Glenwood Springs on Thursday. That was oh, a lot cool. of fun. Glenwood's so, yeah. always been pretty fun. Yeah, any, any excuse to come to Colorado, I'm down. Now, did, this, you, did you bring the van with you, or no, is the van back at home? No, I took a dumb old airplane. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the van's back at home, back mm-hmm. in L.A. Does that make it feel more like home? What's that? When you return to the van? Instead? It does, yeah. As opposed I, I was to, being uh, genuine. No, seriously. Yeah. Uh, when I tour in the van, which I do quite frequently, yeah. um, like I'll go out six, eight, sometimes ten weeks, and the biggest bummer is when you drive all the way home and like just park and then I'm just I'm here now yeah as opposed to like, you know used to when I would tour and have an apartment you know the best part was coming home throwing the suitcase on the floor yeah. jumping on the couch and, yeah. but yeah now you just drive back to the city that you hang out in and did you leave the it. van at the airport no I left it at a friend's house see so, yeah. so, so it'll be nice so yeah that would be nice so, yeah, I'm coming <laughs> home. Better, there, better there than down by the river yeah exactly <laughs> And we're also very lucky because this is the only podcast that Dave has done this entire weekend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only one? Yeah. <laughs> Exclusive to you guys. No way have I done four other podcasts this weekend. They're we, probably all sponsored by <laughs> Sex by Comedy. We, we yeah. sometimes get sloppy seconds from Jake's other one, which cigarettes. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you know, it's not, we, we've it's never still met. Getting in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still get in there. But, yeah. Yeah. Have, have you partaken in the luxuries of Colorado? I have. I uh, I did dabs within two hours of being in Whoa. town for the I first did. time. I had never done dabs. Mm-hmm. With the Jake? Yeah. yeah. First and, and uh, last, I it was with me. Yeah, it was with Jake. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he does that to people. He's our he's our uh, Sherpa. Yeah, and after you guys left, by the way, I just counted the ceiling tower. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of figured we were down at the open mic for about a half an hour, and I looked at Zach. You think Dave's gonna make it? He's like, No. Yeah, I wanted to come in theory. I was like, Yeah, that sounds great, but uh, physically, I couldn't get off the couch. Yes. Better then than before a show. Like yeah. a lot of other comics who come to Colorado. Exactly. No, I don't. I try not to do that. I they, can't perform high. They do it before the show, and then sometimes get naked oh, yeah. and wander around. Many town. a headliner has given up their. 
sometimes give it up their headliner spot to open the show. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Pete Holmes. No. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so what do we have this week? Mr. Friendly Face. <laughs> it was a slow week this week. It was very slow. Not a ton on TV. No, we got a couple. CW's on break till the 24th. They did have the uh, season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, which I enjoyed. I have not seen it yet. Do you watch any of the CW shows? I don't know what the fuck any of this is. All right, let's let's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Comedy Works has their own television. <laughs> so right now on the, on the CW, there's a whole mess of superhero shows. Okay. It started with the Arrow, and then like the Green Arrow, and then it's Flash, now Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, which is like D level superheroes. All mixed together in a time travel story. Yeah, it's, huh. a, it's an '80s time traveling comic book. Okay. These are all on the same network. Yeah, yeah, they really all crossover. They're, they're branding all themselves as that. Very oh, yeah. So, yeah. And they are the comic too. book world, but it feels like it's it comic feels world. like it. And yeah, they. The first season of Legends was it was all right. It was like you know goofy and kind it was of like funny. bad Doctor Who. But this second season <laughs> yeah. has just been great. Like the storylines have been really good. They intro- introduced the Legion of Doom. They even had the fucking Legion of Doom. The helmet. Fucking. Oh my god. I'm so happy to see that. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty good. Silly nerdery. But they had all these time uh, uh, anomalies and all kinds of stuff going on at the end of the season. Aberrations. Yeah, thank you. Couldn't get the word. You gotta just go around fucking with time constantly. What's a good show for someone like me? We were talking about this before the podcast. I I don't know any superhero comic book type stuff. I'm not opposed to it. I don't make fun of people who are into it. But I just never, even as a child, it just never connected. Right. So what's what's a good show or movie for the complete novice? Well, what what kind of what kind of TV or movies do you like? I love like true crime type stuff. Uh, Well, you know, like right now my show that I'm obsessed with is Fargo. I've watched seasons one and two literally. Do you watch The Americans on FX? I have not, but I heard that's great. It is fucking awesome. I haven't watched any Fargo yet, but the season three previews have really got me intrigued. Is that an anthology show? I don't know. I mean, it all takes place in the same town. You and McGregor are all in the same area, but yeah, it's not necessarily. Brothers, it's not yeah. linear. Yeah. So like the second um, season came before the first season, but there's characters in it. Oh, then you're you're gonna out. love comic book stuff. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like that. But yeah, <laughs> I'd say the most approachable for somebody who's not gonna like just buy into the camp wholesale uh-huh. would be the the Netflix series. Yeah. Okay. Daredevil, Daredevil one on Netflix. Or even yeah. Agents of Shield. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Agents of Shield is more spy type stuff. Okay. But if you like that's that dark that's on shit, ABC. Daredevil is brutal. Yeah, yeah Daredevil some 1 the, and 2 is Some of the best great. fight choreography ever. you've ever yeah. seen. Like, and just... It, so often you watch an action movie and see people fight like yeah whatever, but in Daredevil you're like you like you feel the you feel so like, oh yeah, God, yeah. Like that. Huh. they yeah. hired a bunch of dope martial artists <laughs> really yeah there was a fight scene in a hallway where he's trying to rescue this little boy from uh, a bunch of Russian mobsters. Russian mobsters yeah, yeah. And, and and it's just it's an exhausting it's, fight. it's a shot it's just a still shot and all you see is like him what fighting it? down it then occasionally he's in one room some guys come flying across the shot it's like, like and you see him like just track like dragging wow. in the hallway you know. Like and they exhausted. did it. They did it in one take. Wow, yeah. one take. Yeah, that would be a good one. That's definitely that's on Netflix. There's two seasons of that. Okay, and the, I'd say that in Le- I mean, people as far as all the chat rooms are going and things like that. Legion. Daredevil and Legion are Legion. the two best 
superhero show. Legion's on FX. What's the premise of Legion? Legion is about um, a, a mutant who is bipolar and schizophrenic and has like a Maybe. insane power. He well, we don't know because they're not following. Yeah, the, they're not following the books. Some of it takes probably. place in a in an, uh, a mental institution, and there's uh, opposing sides that want him, and he's still trying to figure out if. What is if real? He is schizophrenic. Basically, is what real. is real? Okay. I think they're gonna do away with the fact that he is actually schizophrenic, schizophrenic from the books, yeah. just to make it simpler for. Well, because it makes sense. Viewer. They've eliminated. Yeah, they eliminated part of the, the shadow. And he's like from the X Men universe. That's what that's. He's his. Professor X's bastard son. Okay. Yeah. He's a bastard. And he does a great Jump impression snow. of fucking. Patrick Stewart oh, really? as a professor X. Yeah. Uh, he like channels him while he's doing like weird memory shit. Yeah. And it's, he does the voice. It's a so confusing but, but really fun show. Uh, if you and Professor hate- X is in uh X-Men. X-Men. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, Dave. There and if you want to hate comic books, yeah. watch Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah? If you want to hate everything superhero related. See, I don't know. I think if you come in, <laughs> if you come in as an outsider to that movie, I think you could just, you'd just have a little uh, fun with it. I, yeah, I think if you just didn't care about the characters well, as a whole, you just come out of it. Like, there were a couple 15-minute Speaking of that, segments. just for our listeners, go to comicbookmovie.com. There is, um, uh, was it... Artwork pre artwork came out for what Doomsday was supposed to look like in the yeah. movie, oh, really? and it was so spot on to the comic book. Mm-hmm. And then what they gave us is we say, you know, the Doomsday budget. They blew the budget. Yeah, they blew yeah. the budget. Have you seen any Batman movies? I have. I've seen all the new ones except for Batman. Yes. Batman. Yeah. yeah, I saw what the three Yeah, I enjoyed them. Yeah, these were very grounded movies. They didn't feel like superhero movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, like. As he says in this newer Batman, I'm rich. It was a rich guy who could afford to buy all this tech. Yeah. Not even buy it, because he already owned it. That was the weather weird thing. Because Lucius was just making it all. Yes. And then it, it, he's, he's like, oh, this is yours anyway. He just and took he, it off yeah. the books. That being I said... I thought about that. He's like Donald Trump rich, where it's like, eh, technically I have investments everywhere, but really I'm penniless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just have guys that'll I've been enjoying me. Powerless. I like Powerless too. I haven't watched yeah, this episode. Yeah, Punches is on that show. Okay, that's his show. Yeah, that that's a really fun, like a really light, like workplace. Comedy. Really? So we're coming around. Should I start watching this? Yeah, or are you guys coming it's around? Fun. I've been there since Jump. Dude. Yeah, like, I, I would, you were there, but like saying uh, you just like watch. It's like bad theater. You were just like I'm watching it. But Alan Tudyk is really no. good in, in, uh, in his role. Alan Tudyk plays Bruce Wayne's cousin, who's well, running this company. The, the punches and these other guys work for. We're trying they, to make like they the run uh, like an R and D division of uh, Wayne Tech, and I feel like it's more of an honest. It's written more like sitcoms were when we were a kid, rather than trying to be like one character centric single camera. Oh, you know, it's sure. like straight and it's, it's, it's goofy, it's but back it's, it's funny enough. Yeah, and there's some good Easter eggs for comic book fans. Go check it out. Yeah, I would check it out. Dave, what do you what do you like to geek out on in your? It doesn't have to be superheroes. But is there anything when you're not doing comedy, when you're not on the road, when you have a little time? What is your like geek time pleasure? There's something that you just you know. Probably food. Food? Yeah. So you're a bit of a foodie. I'm a foodie. All yeah. right. Yeah, but not like a pretentious foodie. Like I don't go to frou frou stuff, but like barbecue mainly. <laughs> like I, every city I go to, I want to find. So you want to find the best barbecue? Either the find. best barbecue or the best regional cuisine. You know, okay. Some places aren't. You know, you don't want to have their best barbecue. Me, me and Jake talk about barbecue. Suck, but like whatever that region is known for, I want to have the best version. So of when you're booking a tour, where you've got your tour lined up and you know there's one city, you're like fucking can't wait to get there because of the region. Oh like, yeah. What is that place? 
the southeast. Probably. Southeast, yeah. Because okay. I mean, well, like, like in where? Louisiana as well. Southern food, barbecue, and Cajun food. That's yeah. like my holy trinity. Okay. And they're all kind of <sighs> come from the same region. So but there's like, no tour that doesn't go through Kansas City. <laughs> I I think Kansas City's a little overrated. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> sure. I uh, sure. ate at Joe's Kansas City last time. It's supposed to be one of the best ones in the country. And I'm from Georgia. I'm. That's the thing about barbecue, and it's it's probably a lot like uh, any other nerd topic. You know, you you find the thing, the one little subsection that yeah. you're into, Your and everything else just kind of eh, whatever. <laughs> and uh, like Southern barbecue is really my thing, well, we which means pork. You pulled can't pork. really pulled fuck pork. up barbecue. It's hard to fuck it up. Like, oh, really? uh, you, you, no, you can fuck yeah. it up. I don't know. I, just, I feel like I've not really had a No, I put barbecue on like that same level of pizza and pussy where like I've been not ecstatic and wanting to brag to people about how good it was, but I still finished it. it. Yeah, even when it's still good, it's still good, but yeah, a lot of people fuck it up. So are you, as far as sauce goes, are you a vinegar base, or are you a, what is it, molasses base? Uh, tomato other? and molasses. Tomato yeah, and molasses. That would be That's more indicative yeah. of the South. Yeah. Not to, I'm not a big on the vinegar. Kansas City would be more vinegar in. I like that Carolina slaw on top. Carolina barbecue is my favorite. Well, is that, is that vinegar yeah. in Carolina? Here's, I, I the problem. Here's the problem with Carolina barbecue, alright? <laughs> First of all, they don't use enough fucking smoke, all right. Sure. And then they say, "Well, we don't use a lot of smoke because we want you to taste the meat." The meat. Then they drown it in fucking vinegar, the most acidic, <laughs> fucking flavor. Like, which one is it, dipshit? Do you want me to taste the meat, or do you want to fucking make me drunk off vinegar? So I Carolina barbecue can suck my dick. It's my our episode title right there. Georgia barbecue, man. Pulled pork with hick- cooked with hickory smoke yep. with just a little bit of sauce, uh, ketchup, molasses, brown sugar based brown, sauce. Oh my god, you're killing so, me. I've been getting way into it's the, all about the wood. That Cuban barbecue. Pork. I like Cuban food. Yeah. That 12 hour over those the plantain leaves yeah. with the fucking oh, citrus yeah. garlic. Yeah. Yeah. The mojo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mojo. yeah. For some reason, Ooh. that's just been, I've been uh, dreaming about it. It stays so moist in the leaves. Yeah, yeah and there's oh, a man. Cuba Cuba restaurant right by my work so I can get it on the way home and then come home and feast. So is there any food here in, I mean, let's just say Denver, Colorado kind of area, east, you know, western side of, of Kansas that you we have here. I know. I mean, green chili. Green kind chili. Of I'm all about that. Uh, yeah, I had some good green chili last time. I haven't had good green chili this time yet. Do you guys have any recommendations? Uh, mine are all outside of this city. Really? They, all the good green but chili in Colorado have been gentrified out of Denver. Really? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, El Taco de Mexico is probably. I had that it's last good. time. Yeah. It's good. On Sam Talent's recommendation. Yeah. yeah. And then I also <laughs> had the green chili and the burger at City Grill, which that was solid. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about but, that but already. Not, not a Anything special. The green chili was good, but yeah. the burger, they used a ciabatta bun, so. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. Right, there you go. That's City, City Grill. Grill. Uh, we got good green chili here. Yeah. They do, yeah. Actually. Yeah, I'll let get toasted. It's go not liquidy, though, like they like it in New Mexico. The reason I nerd out about barbecue is because, unlike a lot of other foods, you can't fake barbecue. Yeah. You can't shortcut it. Because that. No, you have to have time. Yeah. In its definition, essentially, barbecue is just meat cooked slowly over a long period of time right. over wood. So uh, restaurants that try to take these little shortcuts and whatever, 
to the experienced barbecue connoisseur, it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. and it's like fuck off. There used to be a yeah. really good place on Colfax. You remember Wolf's Barbecue? Yeah, yeah, Wolf's. Yeah, Wolf's. Wolf's. Yeah. He, it was a one-man shop. He made his own sauce. He had like the headset. He'd take his orders, and it was but, fabulous. And he had a menu of like five things. Yeah. Did he have wood bellowing out or smoke bellowing out of the building somewhere? Uh, yeah, I believe he had. Uh, That's your first the, sign there. There was a he place. Barbecue places don't have. They don't yeah. cook it in a smoker. They cook. You may remember this. There's a place in Muncie, Indiana called QL. Oh, I know exactly. Remember QLs? Yeah. And it was a guy who ran. He did his barbecue out of his garage. Oh. It was so popular that he put all his kids through Notre Dame. Wow. Through the money he made on his barbecue. Yeah. And QLs was like, you would get rib tips and you wouldn't even know what they were, but you just ate the fuck. <laughs> they were so good. So now, now I'm going to go for some barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to Muncie, QLs. I've heard GQ. The GQ barbecue, right I, over here. I keep hearing uh, owl something. Owlbear's real Owl bear. Good. Yeah, I need to check. I heard that. It's in Finn's Manor. It's right up the road. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. There's a place also I had that wasn't terrible, um, which isn't saying it was bad. It was uh, like 44th and Lowell or Tennyson. Okay. No, it wouldn't have been Tennyson. I guess it was Lowell. Uh, it was called like Hoss Big Hoss Barbecue. It's still there. I think so. It was late last year that I had it. Was it kind of in a shack? Kinda. Like, like the, the smell edge of the, the place. Yeah, 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 No, it's still yeah. there. I just right. drove by it a couple of weeks ago and was like, huh? It's on my way home, so I'll hit it up. Did oh, you get any barbecue here? I had Moe's. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. I've had that before. Yeah. Yeah. They're all Southern guys. They're all... It was... Um, it was a meal of convenience. I was like, all right, I can walk You know there, what to expect. Get my fix. Yeah, it wasn't bad. They've ruined me on wings, though, because they actually, like, they marinate them for, like, 12 hours, and they smoke for 12 hours, and then they then they toss them after the, oh, God, after they fry them. Oh, my God. Just... I want a place with, like, rib tips, though. I don't... Yazoo does pretty good rib tips. Do they? Yeah. They get a nice, nice and crispy edge to God, them. By and large, Denver's not really a food city. No. Well, yeah, it, it is, but it isn't. There's a lot of it, but there's nothing we're known for. Really well, that, that was my next question. Other than green chili, is there, not. there's nothing you're really... What's crazy is that uh, the like, Top Chef is filming here in a couple weeks. They're going to be here for 10 weeks filming like Denver, Aspen, and somewhere else. Well, we have some higher-up chefs. We like do. The guy does Sholon and, and Hop Alley. And well, well Keegan Gerhardt has a place out here. Yeah. Well, what's um, the, uh, uh, Euclid Hall. D-Bar. Yeah, there's... There's Euclid like, Hall is a place you should check out. Okay. That place is awesome. It's like a it's a place made for the service industry, and it's like fancy food, but at cheap price. Like you can get That's bone good. marrow, pig ears, yes. like a, a bone marrow, like a shoot thing where it's like you just you suck all that bone yeah. marrow out, and then Ooh. you then you take you get a, um, a Manhattan as a shot, and you pour it down and lose it, and you get all that oil wow. and stuff in there. So you get a Manhattan oh. as a shot. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> What's the name of the place again? Uh, Euclid Hall. It's Euclid right Hall. by Comedy Works. It's right okay. there. Downtown. The last fourteen. The last couple years, we've had a lot more. Or, uh, like kind of boutique snout to tail yeah stuff coming up yeah, yeah. like we're not we're not known for a food but we're known for certain types of restaurants mm-hmm. and like beard uh, nominees and award yeah. winners we're known for getting really high and then all the food tastes right yeah has been oh yeah um, have you been on the food uh, channel oh man multiple yeah, times for okay. different things they just have a lot yeah, yeah really good dogs, dogs. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like, like exotic meats and stuff I love all that Rattlesnake. It's it's real good. Um, a lot of farm to table type stuff as well. You'll see. Go to Steubens. I'm not saying, but just to yeah. get some good fried chicken and just good egg, that, cream. that's they the, have egg creams. It's yeah, one of the yeah. only places around this town 
where you can get that drink. Yeah, that's probably my favorite place to eat. Just, it's just comfort food at us. We don't have Fine. pizza for shakings. My, my only issue with Steubens is that their serving sizes are for like nice, polite people. <laughs> like You're an eater, though. For yeah. real, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's I'm like when you eat in the South, it's always like, oh, this is a portion I want. Yeah. Like, I'm going to hurt when I no, like, here. like, Steubens hamburger is fucking amazing. It's also palm sized. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the problem with tag. Tag like, burger bar. Amazing, but they're yeah. so, so yeah, that's that's the biggest thing about Denver is that we're not known for a food, but we have a lot of like really good restaurants. A lot of the best spots that are gonna be like the Mexican food too are gonna be shitty drive throughs down on Federal. Oh yeah. Just outrageously good. Okay. Oh, there's also carbs, really taco trucks, all federal. If you like food, taco. There's um uh, Lao Wang Noodle House. It's this little dive of a place where it's an old couple that runs it, and it takes a while, but they hand make all their pot stickers and their soup dumplings, and they are phenomenal. Nice. And it's the kind of place where when you read in some of the food magazines about local chefs, they're all like, oh, you know, they, they run these fancy restaurants, and it's like, where do you go for your comfort food? And they, half of them name La Wang Noodle House. Yeah. Right. Have you done Korean barbecue? Oh, yeah. We have yeah. a couple of Deji. Deji. Yeah, we have a couple of those. I stayed there last week. Yeah. Do you oh, dig really Ethiopian good. food? I have never had that. We have it. <laughs> yeah, there's a place. That's Colfax. Hot Tom Run is apparently, like, nationally recognized Which one on Colfax? Yeah. It's the big queen of sheep. Half lean to a frame one. Oh, I always think of Fast Times. Hardwick posted a picture of him in the <laughs> that first was reading that movie is in front of it. Or, uh, I was like, that place looks so shitty, I wouldn't go there. So and he took was... one of the richest girls on the planet. Did they, did they give you a fan to blow the flies away? Or? <laughs> you do your hands? Yeah, you use you that spongy hands, bread. Yeah. You use the bread to sop up stuff. Oh, man. Okay. That's yeah. an old hack premise of like, I went to eat the open restaurant and just a bunch of dented cans and bags <laughs> of grain. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. Good food. Really. Oh, I had, uh, <laughs> I had a couple weeks ago. I had Asian Cajun with this place a little a couple months from here, where they do boil bags, crawfish, Ooh. shrimp, and all that stuff, and it's in an eight hot Asian sauce. Ooh. It's Cajun food. They dump it on the table. Wow. Uh, me and a friend split a five-pound boil. Oh man, I felt good after that. It's all in a bag. Yeah, it's it. they boil yeah. it in a bag. So it was mussels, sh- uh, clean, shrimp, maintain. Uh, crab legs, uh, crawdads, and mussels. It's mussels, the size of your fucking. You went there for your birthday. Uh, yeah, but then they were cowards and didn't want seafood. This guy, so I had to go back a week later. Yeah, Chris invited us all to his birthday because he's not man enough to eat a dish on his own, and he needed help. And we didn't know that going into it. You know, maybe I just wanted to go with my friends. I didn't want to spend fifty dollars eat five pounds of meat by yeah. myself. I thought yeah. maybe we'd split it and have some fun. It was a cheap way to split food amongst yeah, people. What really am I? So what kind well, of friend am I? So he's being cheap. You can't really take seafood yeah, we didn't home. Set it up I was making it cheap either. for everybody else. Just, let's all go. Well, food right. doesn't like yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so you watched Walking Dead? Let's I did. There. Walking Dead. So I'm caught shot up. in Georgia. Yeah. Yep. One, of the, one of the many things shot. Everything. Almost all our shows are shot in Georgia. Yeah, now. it's right. <laughs> Georgia yeah. and Toronto. Really? Is it a tax? tax oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. For oh, about oh, the last oh. eight years, man. Infinity War shooting down there. Captain America shot down there. Black Panther. Daniel Lamb. Yeah, Turner. And then when they moved the Adult oh, yeah. Swim, Forever. they moved all those uh, William Street and all yeah. those guys are working out of there and that kind of. I had, obvious to a lot of young producers. I had heard that that a lot of these cities are trying to lure uh, these studios to, to come in and film by subsidizing 
the movies. Like instead of just doing tax breaks, they're giving money. Right, makes sense. Towards it, but they're not making the money back because it's not really stimulating the local economy. Like that, a couple of them will set. Well, they don't. They don't know that it's not going to pay back. They just assume it's going to, but it doesn't always. Uh, but yeah, Walking Dead was was good this week. It was a, I thought it was a good finale. They wrapped it up well. The the war began with against Negan and all those guys. And would have been nice if Negan would have got shot or something. Something. <laughs> something. Just would have been nice. If they would have just capped that. Dude. What season are they on now? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, it's just kept on going. It's so long. It's it's gotten very. It's gotten good, good again. Walking Dead's was great if you like narration and circles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the comic book is on issue 165 or something. So they're kind of catching up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But they're gonna. They said there might be a time jump in the next season, like a couple yeah. years. Well, I read. Is the other show still on? Fear the Walking Dead comes back. Because I comes read back in like a month or. I two. read a while ago that eventually it will catch up. Like they are going to like maybe the yeah, I won't I won't find that out because it's not that good. It'll I, I imagine they'll get to where they get the fear of the Walking Dead all the way up until shit's real, real bad, and then they'll just have those characters as like something Rick and the guys kind of bring them in, run into yeah. yeah. Once they have well, to kill that show on the opposite coast. Yeah, they're in L.A. Yeah, they're not even in, they're in like Mexico now. They're in Tijuana. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, the old wow. TJ. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, so that makes me think it's the end of the world's coming. Let's go see a dog. Dave, Dave is already. <laughs> Dave is already uh, kind of a, uh, a leg up on everybody for the for the zombie apocalypse that comes because you already yeah. have your van. Your yeah, van. that's true. I'm so mobile. for it happen, you can just jump in. Yeah. and you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that happens. You know, so it kind of gives some meaning behind this. <laughs> Odd chapter in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so. Having the van. Yeah. Right. <laughs> do you have a zombie out, outbreak? With, um, yeah. Do you have a little kit put together? What are those stickers yeah. you see on cars? Yeah. My whole van. Zombie is outbreak really a kit. With response team. Yeah. I got a lot of bladed weapons and bottles of water and canned goods. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of canned dog food. Yeah. And, yeah. And I do. I have a machete. I keep a meat cleaver. You know, just I just feel like that's a real intimidating weapon. Yeah, like if I have to pop answers. out of the van holding a meat cleaver. Yeah, yeah it's I not a van. That, you want to? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a problem solved. That so. it, that'd catch a a street kid off guard. I have pulled. I have had people break in twice while I was living. While you were inside of it? Yeah, I pulled a machete on one guy. That was, that was interesting. So how did they break in? Like it was unlocked, or they, they used a jack? One guy was trying to break in the back at four in the morning, like right near my my bed. This is what in the current van. This is the previous van, and uh, it's like a gangbanger with a screwdriver trying to pick the lock. And it's literally four in the morning. I mean, it's in the summer, so I'm in nothing but my underwear. Yeah. So uh, and all I could think about was like I was most concerned with I gotta stop him before he breaks the lock. Right. Because right. yeah. I'm like that's two hundred bucks I don't have to get it fixed. And uh, so I kept a machete like in, in between the uh, the console, the center console, and the passenger seat. So I go up front, grab the machete, exit the driver's door, walk around the driver's side. He's in the very back. Are you in to, your underwear? Yeah, yeah. completely in my underwear. And I didn't know what to do or anything. I'm still kind of half asleep. So I see him. He doesn't see me. I just take a step forward with my machete and just went, hey! And uh, I guarantee you this dude shit his pants. Oh, yeah. He did that like uh, quadruple take like, like <laughs> and uh dropped the dropped the screwdriver his buddy was idling in a truck about 10 yards away went and ran jumped in the passenger seat of that truck oh, and spit on the poor guy so, still tells so that now story you have a machete well. and a screwdriver yeah yeah i'm 
guessing the guy that saw your van parked there all the time was like, yeah, this thing is always here. We could probably break into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Or my, well, yeah, my old van was a white windowless cargo van. So, and twice people tried to break in. And That's I'm assuming they here. thought it was like a plumber's van with yep. a bunch of tools or copper pipe or something He's in there. He's pretty focused on opening that lock. You yeah. didn't hear someone moving yeah. around. The yeah, house. I was just real quiet, just snuck around. And, uh, and it was right near a busy focus. road, so I think there's a lot of streets. Did you have a window in the there. back? Could you like open up? No, it was the double doors. Panel oh, van. And I had them uh, purposely tinted, uh, one-way one way glass where I could see out, but they couldn't see of in. Of course. And, uh, so yeah, I was just. Uh, What's shit. the rule about shooting someone like on your property? If you're in your home and you shoot someone, and it's fine. But what about when you're in your van? Here, I don't know that. They I don't think that that's fine either. <laughs> I, think, I think you still have to prove that they were. Uh, and in the end, I had a friend an attempt to that. kill you. I, I in Colorado, like, you just have to prove that you told them not to be there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of gray areas. Calif California, I don't think, has a make my day law. I was curious about what, but if, if, he's a, if you're in your van here so, and I broke into your van, you shot me. Yeah, I don't think right. that would well, be legit. Now, if you had a gun yeah. or you threatened me right. and said, give me your keys, I'm going to kill you, then I could articulate that my life was in danger. But just someone breaking into your car, I don't think, justifies a murder. I really, like, both you guys are white, so it's kind of an even Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody else has to well, there was a, there was a big case in the 80s in New York. Uh, Bernard Getz was on a subway. Oh, yeah. He, Bernard Getz, what he did. He uh, straight up went there to murder people. Well, he was, on the, he was on the train, and then these kids were threatening him with... Uh, I think screwdrivers, and he said that they were threatening him with screwdrivers. Right, it was like a scene out of the Warriors. And he, <laughs> he pulled out a gun, but really the biggest issue wasn't that he like shot them or um, crippled uh, one of them, but it was an unregistered gun. Ah. Ah. Right, well, and my understanding was that he'd been mugged or something, and so he went and bought a gun, and he was like, yeah. I'm going to go on a revenge spree at some point. Yeah. Regulate this. Well, he was just—he yeah, was just scared. I mean, I'm not justifying, but I remember—I remember it was a big case. <laughs> I didn't know the Wu Tang raps about him. Do they? Yeah, in the first Wu Tang record. Yeah, there you go. Bernard gets what he deserves. Playing in the front. Let your feet stomp. Speaking of New York, did <laughs> it? Yeah, the get down. The get down. Oh man. So, I mean, it was pretty obvious through like press releases and stuff that they were going to tone down the spending. On the second half? Oh, well, that first half was... They cut two episodes. Excellent. Off the order, so it's only five episodes instead of seven. Oh. They're solid as fuck. I finished the whole thing. Um, if you liked the first half, you're going to like the uh, second half. a Boz Lerman Netflix show. Okay. And it takes place in the... 1977. Um, in 70s in New York with the rise of hip-hop. Huh. Um, What's the name of it again? The Get the Down. Get okay. It is yeah. excellent because it, it, the, the main characters are this this uh, this girl who wants to be a disco singer. She's got a great voice, and the guy that is in love with her um, wants to be. He's kind of a poet, but he, it's like the origins of rap. Huh. It, he's Nas. It's 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 ninety. Yeah, really? It's, well, it's well, ninety percent based on it's, Nas. It's yeah, all the interstitial stuff, like uh -huh. the beginning and the the episodes are bookended by original Nas pieces. Interesting, right? Uh, and like, but it's all taking place in the future after he's grown up. And it's all fictional there. stuff in a in a non-fiction. In, in a reality-based thing, like uh -huh. they're they're like Ed Koch, who was running for mayor in New York at the time. Um, 
the girl's uncle was based on a character that was like a council person yeah. who had ties to huh. mafia and whatever else uh, who really organized did crime. help organize the burning of the barrio. Yeah, yeah. And uh, m- musically, it's it's great. It's fictionalized. First half, was like Kerouac's later's books. Okay. Where, like he's they're protecting everything, yeah. and then they're oversimplifying characters. Huh. Yeah. So they just released the second half. Uh, this past weekend on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, uh, hip hop, Stretch and Bobito, the documentary. Yeah. I've been chatting with these guys on Facebook. Nice. Stretch and Bobito. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just noticed they put a poster out of some show they're doing, and I like they had some, um, some just errors, you know what I mean? I mentioned it, and they were like, sweet dude, thank you. And then I mentioned them about doing a record store day uh, release of the, yeah. like a soundtrack to the documentary. And they were like, dude, we could talk about this. And I was like, I think you have a third man record. And it was just weird that they were like very responsive. But if you're into hip hop, watch the Stretch and okay. Bobito documentary. And it basically is about this, these guys in New York City who were on, uh, they were at Columbia University's yeah. radio. And it was 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. And they broke every rapper. I mean, Wu-Tang Clan, Nas. Oh, yeah, you tell me about that. It's fucking amazing. And there are these two, it's, one, it's a white guy and a, a Puerto Rican guy. Huh. They had a college radio show. Well, like people would like stay up late, like record those tapes and shit. They would like, stay up, and then when the tape would end, you'd sleep with by the by your beatbox. So when the tape ended, you would hear the click, and you'd wake up and flip the tape, and then hit record again, and then fall back to sleep. <laughs> you had to stay up between one and five a.m. to wow. Uh, but these tapes are worth shitloads of money. Yeah, if you can if you can find a good tape. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, excited to watch cassettes that. should definitely come back. It's, it's <laughs> fantastic. It gets it, it's a it's a year. After oh, okay. the first half of the season, and it gets more into the politics that went down before the Sugar Hill Gang kind of undercut everybody and right. Their one of the really yeah, cool parts, that's actually, one of the biggest myths is oh, yeah. hip hop history. There's a uh, graffiti artist who is renowned, and um, he is training under. Um, Grandmaster Flash, mm-hmm. but oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Flash but it's, and Cool Herc have like and yeah. Bombada in the second and half. Oh uh, well, Brad, that's Brad, really Brad the, the start of Bam's in it. You gotta know about Africa Bambada. Yeah, okay. Because that's that's yeah. really the origins of of rap out of the graffiti scene was Africa Bambada, all these guys. But it's this great how he's training under Grandmaster Flash and he calls him Grandmaster and it's and it's got a whole <laughs> it's got a whole kung fu feel to it. Interesting. This season the the second half works itself up to the real block party happened when the three clicks came together. And they yeah, there's an awesome they rap fictionalized battle. the group you've been watching as being Grandmasters Furious Five, so the Furious Five aren't there, but the rest of it's based on real people. Huh. It's yeah, it's wow. really fucking cool. Well, my wife and I are probably end up watching it just because we were watching the first half. We watched the Americans together. When uh, Game of Thrones comes back, we'll be is this the that. last season of Game of Thrones? No, it's no, split. It, yeah, there should be two more. Because no, no series should ever have one definitive last season. It always has to be split in two. It is the Why season. Is it? More money? Money. <laughs> money and time. Like but it is the season yeah. where shit... I mean, this season, well, everything's going to go None down. of this season's been written by Martin, I don't think. Right, he's just had some, some guidance on it. Yeah. So this is a very... I mean, I don't watch... This, I don't this watch is the it first then. one that's just the writers from that show. 
creating new Game of Thrones. That's episodes. exciting. Yeah, Would you believe right? I've never seen one episode. Of it? Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, it. I hear it's amazing. I can I believe that because it's not great. Really, I keep hearing it's epic. <laughs> I my problem was I used to watch it week to week or week to week, and I'd get like so like what happened, and like my ex she'd read the book, so I was like. It helps. Be like, just tell, explain this to me. Like, I, I'm down to watch this, try to get it, but there's just so much happens in it. I, it just seems so uh, such a daunting task to yeah, start. It probably a series is like now. that. That's why there's so many great series I haven't seen because it's just like uh, I don't have the emotional energy to invest. Yeah, in I still never watched a whole new thing for Same. six months. The thing is, the why you've never seen The Wire? I haven't. I watched the first season and I just haven't got. I jumped off it, but those first three seasons of The Wire, maybe the first two, are just insane. I mean, just perfect television. I have a controversial opinion on The Wire. Yes, I feel yeah. like we The like Shield is a much better cop drama than I'm, The Wire. I can see that, man. I love The Shield. I love Shield. Who is Michael Chiklis? Oh, Chiklis. Yeah. yeah, Walton Goggins. But it's a different focus, isn't it? Speed well, just, I don't know. Under the broad umbrella of cop dramas, yeah, I, I, feel man, like, I feel like Wasn't the Was he kind of a dirty cop in that? Yeah, okay. yeah, he's a very dirty cop. <laughs> Michael Chiklis? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they were kind of playing off of the bad lieutenant thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Speaking of The Wire, though, and God, new TV that. shows, have you guys, any of you guys seen Happen Leonard with uh, Michael K? Mm -hmm. uh, what's his last name? Is it Williams? Yeah. Michael K. Williams? Mm. It's fucking amazing. It's, uh, it's him and this other... Like forty-year-old white dude who's a character actor I recognize, and it's Sundance Channel, and they're on the second season now. But it's about these two guys who are retired military vets out of Vietnam, and it takes place in 1988. And Michael K is this gay, hard-ass black dude in Texas, and it's that them going on an adventure because they got fired from being rose pruners, so they can hire oh. illegal oh, immigrants. Right. <laughs> All right. And there's burnouts, and they go and work with these guys to find a car that's sunk in a river with a million dollars in the trunk. That sounds and dope. It's one of the best. Was it DB Cooper's car? <laughs> no, but it's it's like around that, and it's fucking fantastic. It deals with like how the, the one the white dude never wanted to go in the middle. He was a hippie before he got drafted, and how that like kind of fucked his life up forever. Because Sundance has a lot of original movies. programming, huh? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Netflix channel. put it on like a month ago, and I was Does just the Weather Channel have original programming? I was like, I'll watch yeah, that. So. They do actually. <laughs> Man, I saw a Weather Channel talking head show the other day. No, where like they had their host <laughs> trying, and they had like footage of like weather disasters and their hosts are like oh it's a tsunami well like like vh1 <laughs> best week ever type shit yep. like no a it's weather disasters yeah. natural disaster b your people aren't funny they're meteorologists they, and weather reporters they, i think the first thing they paid to play because there was articles about it on nerdist and shit was they paid to play twister they showed Twister on the well, hey, channel. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. I know, but that's not what you do <laughs> all with you the weather the news channel. Yeah. You don't play a four-hour yeah, fucking cable movie. <laughs> Especially not one about disaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I turn the weather channel on and all I see is, oh my god, there's a tornado! <laughs> tomorrow, the day after tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the last two Star Wars movies, Episode Seven or Rogue One? No. Were you a Star Wars guy at all? Did you watch any of them? I watched the originals when I was a kid. Uh, I was into them as a kid, and I did see... Uh, the the Star Wars books. confuses me. Yes. But like, when they brought them back in 99, yep. whatever, I saw that one. The prequels. Yeah. And maybe that's it. Yeah. But I enjoyed the originals, what, the three? Yeah. The, yeah. Three of them. the new ones there are really good. The last one was Rogue One. That takes place like... 
up until like five to ten minutes before A New Hope starts. That's cool. And you can, when you watch them together, oh, it's really exciting. I mean, it, it's not prequel in the sense of like, oh, this will happen later. I mean, like, Rogue One ends, and then moments later is A New Hope starts. And okay. it's, it's, re- it's, a, it's a real fun one. It really kind of makes you question, though, some of the things. Yeah, like, why are they using this weapon that they know isn't perfect from the last film now to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but also, like, who, who's the good guy? And is, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars is the first movie I ever remember seeing. Really? Yeah, as a kid. Yeah. I was born in 77. And oh, I think yeah. when I was, like, four or five... My parents, for some reason, got some month-long free trial of HBO, and I remember being four or five watching Star Wars wow. and being like, "That's the first movie I remember." And that was when HBO was like brand they, new too. Yeah, that yeah. I was like, oh, back I when remember. HBO opener was like the, the oh, they went through the town, yes, yeah, and then it like flipped up. And the, I've, I've shown that it, uh, I run a show called Cartoons and Comedy where we watch all like nostalgic shit. And I, I've shown that HBO intro before. Yeah, that was and like it goes by and you see like in people's windows and yeah. shit. Yeah, oh man, that was so cool. Whenever like well, a free HBO we can do the best. shorts. The little movies in between the movies, the yeah, fifteen ten, line yeah, up. man. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there was another cable channel I had. It was a WHT, I think it was called. What? WHT. What? Was it the same? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> was it the same kind of idea? Was it like a? It was. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, we had we had illegal cable as kids. Oh God! Wasn't so, that the best? Good yeah. band name. Yeah. Illegal cable. We had illegal cable boxes growing up my whole life and then when it turned to satellite somehow my dad who was an idiot when it came to computers went through some tutorial figured out how to like bought a programmer and the cards made, nice, made cards yeah, for cards. like direct yeah. TV when where we got the saving money oh man it was so awesome though, th- there was a while there with the satellite we had we got the local channel from every city in the country. Nice. I could watch The Simpsons wow. for like six hours straight. Wow. It was so fucking great. Was it the same Simpsons? No, it was because every market shows different <laughs> shit. It was so fun. Oh, man. Speaking of cartoons, did you guys see that Archer is back? Yeah. It's yeah, it's set in like 40s, 50s Chicago? Well, it's or a, if you LA. Watch it yet? LA? It's, no, not yet. It's dream It's a dream. It's a continuation so of the end in of the, the season. Matrix, like shield? <laughs> He's in a coma. Yeah. Okay. Woodhouse is dead. And he's been in a coma for a while, and they're like, oh, I wonder what he's thinking, if he's thinking anything or dreaming. And then it, it's it's him dreaming of him being a private eye um, in 1940s. So it's like, yeah, like, Is it even more ridiculous since it is in his head? I didn't think it was that funny. I just... No, I'd, I'd say it's like the most straight they've played it. So oh, really? Much. But I think that was kind of because it was the first episode, so you're just being exposed to, like, Archer's life well, that he's created. In, in his mind, does he think he's actually, like... That's how he sees himself. No, (laughs) he's still like Figus still runs the agency and he's answering to Figus, which is fucking hilarious. I just started that show recently. There was no, there was no phrasing. No, there was no. But that's coming. I hope so because they they said they're bringing that back. Even just when they break the wall and then they talk about the phrasing, you know, I just I think that's what's great about that show. Uh, But yeah, first episode was all right. It's. uh, I like the, the the noir aspect to it, but we'll see how it pans right. out. I like how accurately they animate old cars. <laughs> it's fucking. It's, nuts. A, it's a different. They're using uh, a better animation style, I've noticed, or maybe they have always been. But yeah, seems like it's more computerized. When the yeah, Jake, Jake's the original guy that tells us the cars are wrong. It's a little movie. smoother. <laughs> yeah, like those headlights are wrong. That car's You're wrong. You're a big car guy. Yeah, huge. That's cool. Yeah, like it still bothers the shit out of me that that VW is too new in Stranger Things. 
I do like doing that. I like looking in the background, yeah. especially when I'm high and trying to point out like continuity errors. Yeah. Like that car wasn't made yet. It's a main character's fucking car. Yeah. Have you heard of that show, Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't live in a cave. Have you watched it? You live in a van. I have got my Barb's fucking VW Golf that she's driving is a. Which one's Barb? The redheaded gal? Yeah, that Golf's like five to seven years. Really? Newer than when they're so. Because it's what, 83? Yeah. There's also not enough stripes on the flags or some shit or something like that. There's some other weird shit in there. Well, so pointed out. The stripes on the flag thing in like most movies. What do you mean? The American is, flag? Is because you actually have to pay rights. To use oh, the that's right. Of the American well, Disney does that. Disney so has their own cut, flag. If you cut a stripe or two off, then it no one stripe. If you take it's like one a stripe take off, off yeah, pay. fucking legal. Yeah, Disney has a different flag than the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Like the the, so the stars just, are off or like, something. Something. Yeah. When you hear commercials, I listen to a lot of sports talk radio, and they can't mention Super Bowl yeah. or March. Yeah. The big game. Or they just call it the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without the L. Or. Like when, a, when an athlete does an endorsement, yeah. they'll say, you know, hey, this is Kobe Bryant from your hometown basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've noticed that a lot. Wearing the same colored jersey with no labels with no on it. Label. Yeah. It's obviously no, like a high school I represent your hometown yeah. Yeah, basketball team. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Super Bowl is the number one. No one can. That's what bothers me about Super Bowl is like that no one a, can fucking say it. It's that like, was crazy. It's like, this is the first time really, like, Noticed it hardcore because every commercial, the yeah. big game, the big game, the big, yeah, the big game, game. yeah, they call it. Yeah. I hate when like KFC has a shitty uh, Sweet Home Alabama riff rip off, but it's in right. their commercial, like yeah. it's essentially you know, but they change it just enough, uh, yeah. or like another song that gets ripped off like that all the time is the Pixies. What was their biggest uh, the one from Fight Club? Yeah, uh, yeah. that's my mind? yeah. Where's my? Where's like one note off? Yeah, like, I'm what like, the fuck is so this? you want to use their art but to you promote your pay. product, but you don't want to pay. Like fuck off. Yeah, like ugh, that annoys me. Is there KFC's anything else that we should kill KFC for ugh, lately, KFC. Fuck it. Yeah, how they don't give a fuck. They just we'll just shove anything between two pieces of chicken. They've gone through like five Colonel Sanders in the last. They're gonna try to make a sandwich where it's just two pieces of chicken and your receipt. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. That being said, Kyle and I both have made it known that we would totally play Colonel Sanders. You change the commercial? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Kyle's yeah. got a better shot at it than I do, but I would love to see Kyle being the next Colonel Sanders. How can aim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Georgia Gold. Uh, it would have, have to be like bourbon coated. Yeah. Uh, it'd be weird to see him with hey, it's whiskey chicken. We finally got that boozy chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up from a three day mendo. All I wanted is some chicken. Jewish <laughs> 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 Back. Was that your? Is that your uh, name? Uh, but yeah, fuck KFC big time. <laughs> I want to jump back to removing the stripes from the flag. I think it's better to remove a red stripe representing the blood of the fallen. <laughs> yes. Or a white stripe representing one of the colonists. I'd say white. Uh, white. I go with white. Who needs Rhode Island? Well, technically, there was only two white stripes, right? Sorry. Megan Jack. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's what I was getting at. Oh, <laughs> But back to um, Stranger Things, you're talking about Barb? Yeah. Her. She had a pretty predominant role in uh, Riverdale this last episode. Nice. Yeah, behind one. Oh, That's okay. my jam. There's another show we should recommend. Uh, it's Riverdale. And well, it is, it's, it's the old Archie comics uh-huh. set in a Twin Peaks slash Heathers kind of world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with the 902 With a little 902 <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you want me fucking Luke Perry's in? Not even, but there's actors from 90210, from Twin Peaks. Really? From, yeah, it's and, good. Dude, it, it is the most addictive right? television. But she plays... She's uh, coming. Or was she on this episode? What, is that a Netflix thing? Or no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's on CW. CW. Yeah, you can wow. watch because it on anything. Archie is a comic book. That's all we have to Bard plays uh, Edna Muggs? No. Yeah, something Muggs. So was Molly Ringwald on this episode? No. Okay. No. Um, I don't think so, unless she was a blossom. She's coming. No, she plays, she's Archie's mom. Our oh, that's the next episode. Are Josie the Pussycats in the show? Yes. yes. Josie and the Pussycats, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's why it was, yeah, They hinted at, they joked about Richie Rich. She calls someone bitchy bitch. Cool, get Colin Colgan back, yeah. dude. Was like, uh, oh, that would be amazing. That would be cool. Just a disheveled old Richie Rich. But it's just, <laughs> it's just run out of the and like, yeah, dude, and he's got a parties to have people like, be around him. Yeah, he's oh his character. Oh my god, everybody monster. come to my house. So Is he Colgan? Gatsby now? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a <laughs> yeah. real sad yeah. Gatsby. Yeah. Oh, man. Did Macaulay Culkin play Richie Rich in a movie? Yeah, in the Richie yeah. Rich movie, yeah. Oh, that movie wow. was fucking great. It actually was pretty good. I love that. Did he? The, yeah, the, yes. like the robotic bee. Yeah, and he had a, he had a, had a roller coaster in his house. Uh-huh. Well, that was around the same time as Blank Check, when I thought, I'll be rich someday, yeah. I'm from the Midwest. Chris and I were the sweet spot. The <laughs> well, I, I grew up with the toy, so I always wanted to have a game, a toy room and a black man. It's just... You remember the Richard Fryer movie? The toy? Yes. Scott, oh, the toy, the sorry. The toy. Scott uh, that movie, Schwartz. Right. He, wait, what was his name? Scott... Uh, the kid in that, yeah, he becomes a he's a he's a porn. He was also in Kid Co. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got huge in the porn industry. Scotty Schwartz is the toy. That's his name. Does I he go by the toy? Stuff. He was. He good. He was in uh, Christmas Story. Was yeah, he? he's the one who gets his tongue stuck. To oh, he's no, no. no, that wasn't him. That's too much of a coincidence. If he got that's the, the kid in the toy. <laughs> so there's a TV show called. I right. I think there's a TV show called The Goldbergs. Oh, which I, I love, and, and, uh, and I'll talk so about that a little bit. I'm so behind, but that. But there was a character, and his name was like uh, J.D. Robb or something. There was a, yeah. an actor. He was the boy, I think. That oh, maybe yeah. you're right. he was no, in yeah, the Christmas the story. The All right, you're right. Schwartz was the one who put his tongue. Yeah. What's, what's to his name? That Schwartz was the, the kid same from the toy. and Kid Cup. Yeah. Wow, because every time I see Christmas story, I'm like, who is that kid? Because I've seen that show. And then he like grew up and did a porn. So he became a director and a like actor and like Scotty Schwartz. He's got big time porn money. Speaking of the Goldbergs, they did the Batman episode last week. I'm behind on that one. But just the premise is awesome because it's that I gotta get back. It's that over. Grandpa loves Batman because he remembers the '66 yeah, and watched it with Batman. Murray when Murray was a boy. Of course. And so he signs. And they go to see '89. He Batman. signs up to go see '89 Batman with Adam, and then they go and see it. And he leaves going, "That was terrible." And it's the episode is about that. <laughs> it's fucking. Did you like great. '60s Batman ever as a kid or any point in your life? Eh. Oh man, that's my favorite. The, Never did it. The thing I like the most <laughs> about the Goldbergs, I mean, I like a lot of it, but is that he'll talk about characters, um, kids that he was friends with. Uh, like for example, this this last episode, uh, he he met a girl who's two two years older than him, who was in the Lord of the Rings and yep. knew all the Star Wars references, like a total geek <laughs> find. And yeah, yeah, and um, <clears throat> uh, uh, his mom screws it up. She goes to fix it, and she's talking to the little girl's mom, 
Well, it turns out that that girl was a real girl in his life and grown up was the mom. Meaning that the girl, the woman who played the mom was that girl. Yeah. I love that. I love when those does that a lot. collide. For example, in Sopranos, uh, Dr. Melfi. Yeah. Who is, what's her real name? From the Lorraine Morocco. Yeah. yeah. Who's in Goodfellas. There's a scene where she's having family dinner with her family and they mention Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, I wonder if any of those characters figured out that, hey, mom looks just like Beverly <laughs> Hills lady. Like, well, I love when those universes come And that, that episode where J.D. Robb, uh, J.D. Robb went to Adam Goldberg's high school and, uh, so he was like a big, a big deal, and um, Adam went and got headshots done. He was going to try to get in filming. Well, the guy that took the photos for his headshots was JD Robb. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, like he, so they, they do that a lot in that. Yeah, there's like, he uses a lot of like uh, the end of the Goldbergs. will show like a little clip of like home movies where it's like act like what the episode was based on and shit. Right. Well, they'll show actual footage that he filmed as a kid. That's where the show came from. Yeah. Is he's been a staff writer on sitcoms since the Golden Girls, and that was something he has wow. done as like a weird fun writing trick. Is anytime they hit a wall, he'd bring out like a file box of VHS tapes, and be like, here's tapes of my dad like let's find something interesting and we can extrapolate from there and get a weird 90s sitcom oh, story like they added they added so he a became new... kind of legendary of like I've also got these boxes of tapes of his fucking family that are and outrageous Pat Oswalt does the narrator yeah yeah. Oh, so no, Adam Goldberg the actor is what the Goldbergs no, is no, no not Goldberg. that guy oh, Adam, Adam F. Goldberg the writer gotcha yeah. okay. which is actually a joke in the show yeah there's a running joke yeah. there's a because I like Adam Goldberg the actor yeah he's good uh, Matt, the Hebrew Matt Myra from The Nerdist is writing it on on it now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Jesse, not uh, not Jesse Thorne, but his, his co-host, the Jordan kid. Oh yeah. Jordan. I, I like when they added they added another character to the show who infiltrates his brother's gang, the JTP. Yeah, the, the deadhead kid. Yeah, you know, he's a punk guy, <laughs> and then he becomes a deadhead, and then they show a picture at the end of the episode of. It's still his brother's best friend. Yeah. So it's a really, like, it reminds me of my childhood, or the first season did, uh, coming from a pseudo Jewish family, older brother and sister, and just parents being that way. I related to it, but I think it's a really well written show. It's like a lighter, or I don't know, more accessible freaks and geeks. In a way, yeah. it's got elements of truth to it too that are like insane that they're squeezing it into the show. Yeah. Like the fact that the overprotecting mother has also just got like a fucking sailor's mouth. Yeah. And that that's a running joke the whole series that it's not just that she's an overbearing mother, it's that she'll tell a principal to go fuck himself. Like, what? No, it's not my fucking baby! Like, that's, that's brilliant. What's the name of the uncle? Oh, he, he was God, the guy man. from Balls of Fury. Yeah. The ping pong I can't movie. think of the character's name, but he's great as the burnout uncle piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Alone. Is it Tom Lennon? No. <laughs> he was in Balls of Fury. He played the German guy. He's busy counting his billions of dollars. Main yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a fun show. I enjoy watching it. I DVR it. Brian Callen is the fucking PE teacher. Oh, really? Maybe some of my favorite casting. He's going to be the club in a few weeks. I, spent a, I worked with Brian Callen years ago in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh. Yeah. And we shared a comedy condo 
and uh, I got kidney stones <laughs> the same weekend, and for like 48 hours, I was dealing with kidney stones, and Brian Callen's just outside my bedroom, like, dude, you okay? Like, it's been going on a while. <laughs> Should I call somebody? <laughs> no, I'm okay. It'll pass. But, uh, yeah, it's me and Brian Callen. Uh, yeah, he was, and then he lectured me on my diet. Yeah, like, dude, dude, you gotta eat more spinach. You gotta eat more leafy greens. Is that so guy Brian Callen? I just the coach. Yeah, I know the name. He, he's a big opener for like uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. I was thinking um, someone else. I think he did a tour with Rogan. Yeah, okay. he's part of that crew. But he's he, he's the per- he is that guy. He's so perfect in like the '80s gym coat yeah. shorts with the two buttons up top. Yeah. When he trains Barry in that episode, there's a whole episode where he teaches one of the burnout kids how to be a high school PE teacher. That's funny. He (laughs) makes it like Jedi serious about training. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'll be your house at 5 a.m. tomorrow, we go on a run. Wow. Well, and I mean, it's just, it's loaded with, with they good go, characters, though. They go whistle shopping. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Garland's they really funny. They absolutely get love whistles. And, and, and the mom, Wendy. Wendy has to earn the ball. Wendy oh, McCubbey. She is the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you still remember Goldberg's? Yeah. 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 She's the best. Yeah. She makes that show. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's she stacked. She was Reno 911. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. Good talent. fucking unbelievable. It's, it's really just, it's, it's a pretty similar character to that character. Yeah. Just if that woman was an '80s mom. Yeah, it's, but it's that <laughs> she same had a family. Level. It's like her older sister. Fucking yeah, nuts. she's great. She's yeah. so funny. Uh, what else do we have on that? Four Batman movies. Not even a big board today, is it? No, it's got about half a board. We don't have our biggest yeah. member here. Maybe that's fair big, enough. Big hands, big bitch. old Mitch. Big hands. Yeah, four Batman movies for 2019. For the 80th birthday of so Batman. Out that that what does that mean? No, we're it means we're getting sirens in the spring. Uh, okay, Nightwing. so Nightwing. Batman Universe. Yeah. No, it's the DCEU. All right. I'm saying not just Batman. It's not about Batman. Nightwing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right, but they're, they're talking gonna... about rolling them out with Batman being the finale so that Batman will probably right. be in all four so, of the and films. And Joss Whedon's Batgirl. What's the third one? Oh, Batgirl? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're getting all those in one year? Somebody yes, leaked I at mean, the 4chan like they were trying to get is, fired. They gotta do something. <laughs> is this is this what's gonna bring? Is Joss Whedon gonna make DC? I think DC is just gonna be Marvel involved good? with the Bat family. Yeah. Like the fuck the JLA. Who cares about Wonder Woman's gonna be a disaster? Well, the it's Batman. already they're already tracking Wonder Woman to not do well. Tracker, no, no. I from what I read, ticket sales they're tracking ninety million on the first weekend. That's, like it's gonna, that's not good. Though. It's gonna be the, the best of the DCU movie. Really? Well, that's yeah. not saying much yeah. though. Yeah. Well, so we're very critical on all these DC movies. Yeah, because they're yeah. usually pretty pretty. So these Batman's will be different from yep. the recent ones. Yeah, the yeah Batman. Affleck. Okay. Yeah, way better. Affleck is good as Batman. You know, like that is the best Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, way better. Way better. Yeah. Christian Bale's no, not a good I don't fucking Bruce Wayne. Say way better. Yeah, way that's the, yeah, Ben Affleck's a great. It's a little different. Bruce Wayne. Christian that's Bale really and fucking at. George Clooney were like the worst Batman. Well, George Clooney cashed it in like he was. But Val see, Kilmer was the best. There's scenes on that movie where he looks at his watch to see like. I'm kidding, but it's like, <laughs> like, are we done yet? I was just checking his online. I would account. say the bad flag fight scene where he's rescuing Martha was better than any of the Christian Bale fight yeah. scenes. Right. Well, that's also because they used Arkham Asylum as like a 
you know, a, a basis for how that whole thing plays. Right. I'm, like I'm, just, Netflix, I'm just saying, though, that while I really enjoyed the Christian Bale ones, yeah. that scene alone made Batfleck. I like the Christian Bale movies, too, because they're Batman movies, but right. he's, he's not a good Bruce Wayne. He's a, he's a skinny little... The voice was definitely... You guys see yeah. what Val Kilmer's up to right now? Yeah, he's eat, gonna be at Comedy Works. He's gonna be at Comedy Works soon doing, doing his what? Mark Twain tour. Oh boy! What? He's, 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 <laughs> he's doing a Mark Man one one man show. Thank God it's the South. My Park. wife. Uh, so wait, Christian Bale. No, mm. Val, oh, Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's like, been touring okay. as Mark Twain. Oh, I'd be like freaking years. the fuck out if it was Christian. Bale. So is Deacon gonna open as? Alabaster Cane. Oh, then, I'd go if that happened. <laughs> and then they just have a. They no, play, it's just, it's they just play racist chess. You look through like our schedule, and it's like you know, it's like Margaret Cho, Brian Callen, Anthony Jeselnik, Val Kilmer. Like, sorry, what? <laughs> they told us where I was like. Val, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer. Dude, I want should I, that. Should I, I take my that. Batman Forever pillowcase and make him sign it? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, is, is he doing Mark Twain or is he? Yes, he's yes. in character as Mark Twain. I gotta right. show you doing a picture. Like, but is he is like he a doing one man like show. old Mark Twain monologues? Yes. Stuff? No. Well, or is he doing like Q and A? Mark Twain was alive today. <laughs> is he this saying is funny things or the fact that he's doing it? It's funny. It's both. I don't know if it's funny or just sad. It's, it's funny. I've watched tapes of it. It's not awful. He started it on Broadway. Is someone awful. else taking a spot at the club, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Fucking Steve-O and Jake the yeah, Snake. Yeah, Steve-O's coming too. And now fucking Val Kilmer. Jake the Snake yeah. does comedy club? Oh, yeah. Sure, why not? So that's that. Oh, that's hilarious. You <laughs> see? Mankind. Hey, you watch it. Mick Foley is a, is a saint. Does he tell jokes? Or does he just tell stories of it? Tells funny stories. It's just tells stories. He's a it's genuine great guy. He spends most of his life now dedicated to that cause, rain for the people who like uh, survivors of rape and incest. So he gets a pass for me for anything. He does. Who's this? Uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Oh. Oh, but I am with you. I mean, go rent out a theater or something. I, right, yeah, I'm with you because I work at a club. It's so weird. Club. Yeah, right. I guess like years ago we had Roddy Piper there, and it was course, like the yeah. worst night ever. Yeah, because he could he could do like the Buell or one of those in the performing arts center. Well, and it's weird that it's not. You could do the comedy room room. No. You wouldn't have Roddy no. Piper in? Oh, Roddy Piper. You would have a corpse in here? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Roddy Piper. Pay nah. 50 cents yeah, to see your corpse with Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic P.T. Barnum early wrestling. Now, I, I think we'd have to charge more than that, because <laughs> the permit to allow a dead body. Dead body. <laughs> Four well, see, that's the whole thing, is the body's behind glass, and it's not real anyway. <laughs> Let's all just go to the Mark Twain show when it gets to the Q and A section. We'll ask that. questions about the island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> like that's that's how we'll get him to quit doing this. Oh man, you guys ever heard stories about when they were filming that? Uh, what's his name? The old dude was in that. Um, uh, Brando. 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 When Brando was in it, at that point he was so checked out. His he wore he wore himself two weeks before well, he was supposed to be there, so he had like. Well, he was wearing an earpiece during it, and they could feed him his lines, right? Really? And that's how he did it. So he's getting fed lines, but there was radio interference. So sometimes he would just say, he would say whatever was on there and there are moments where like in the, in the movie there are lines they're like not lines they're just lines from like some radio thing coming through wow. that's that small wow. guy that's like his companion yeah. throughout the full film I know that. was an extra that was supposed to be like one of the beast people in the background and on the first day of filming Brando was like I like this man and he'll be with me in every scene I'm in and I want him to be dressed like me and they wow. had to like scramble because it was so hard to get him. <laughs> the production of that movie is insane. And when they asked for something, I went they were to like, see go, in the go, theater go. just because wow. I was such yeah. a big apocalypse yeah. now 
fan. That yeah. I was like, oh, he's kind of Colonel Kurtz again. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm gonna go see it, and I was like, yeah, this is fucked up. No, there, I, I, there might be a documentary. There's at least yeah. a book no, I've seen. It's the best documentary I've ever seen about the uh, making of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to say it's I'm watching Island of Hell or. Island of yeah, it's, uh, I wanted to call it Hearts of Darkness, but that's the, <laughs> well, that's about yeah. the making of Apocalypse yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. Like the director, the original director got fired. Up, he ended up getting fired because uh, he they they were trying to shoot on this crazy location. Went way over time, way over budget. They're like, all right, we're going to bring in Frankenheimer. Like so nine they, months over. Time. They got like two Australian guys to. They were supposed to escort this guy off of an island and send him back <laughs> to England. And he, like, ditched him, went back to the island, started dressing up as one of the monsters on his own movie, and then just watched the whole production. For the right, and they like, were having, like, orgy parties and shit. There's, in the documentary, there's a tape of, like, a 35 to, like, 40-year-old fat, clean-shaven, baby-faced white dude who is obviously having the best fucking couple of months he's ever had in his life, where he's just like, masters women and weed and I love this place I hope we never finish yeah it's the shit I'm glad you stood up for that I did I can see, I can see it like, <laughs> this fat guy stood up. this fat guy is so entertaining like the little snippet <laughs> That people were getting pregnant like crazy. Yes. Yeah. I'm no, the Doctor Moreau. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That movie was so bad. Oh boy. Moreau babies. I saw. And, and they don't even really talk about how bad Kilmer was in the documentary because they just focus on Brando and the right. director's. Well, they problems. talk. I think uh, I can't remember if it was in the documentary or if it was like in a interview I was listening to. But there was some like Kilmer would like go up to the cinematographer and shit and like light a cigarette and just like kind of poke at his eye with it like all <laughs> wacky bullshit like he thought he could do no wrong that was the height of Kilmerism yeah, yeah. Uh, he's coming off he's coming off Tombstone probably in the doors and yeah I think heat Heat? Oh god, he was yeah. yeah I think it was favorite. right before the doors, because I think the doors oh, he actually doors got addicted that. to heroin is what broke. Probably. No, mm -hmm. doors came really? out against uh Godzilla and uh no shit. Jimmy Cage Godzilla. For some reason I always thought that movie was the main in the eighties. Fear and loathing mm -hmm. doors. It feels like it. I, I placed that movie with some um, Yeah, ninety seven, ninety nine there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Well, before we wrap up, uh, Dave, what do you got going on? Uh, this will come out tomorrow, so oh, okay. we, for our listeners out there, we have—they're all across the world, all oh, yeah. across the globe. <laughs> yeah, like dozens of listeners. Dozens of listeners. Five, five to six different countries. Yeah, okay. Got a show in Bombay. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Big in Bombay. But yeah, what you got going on? Um, I mean, you know, right now, if I'm not on the road, uh, my time is spent uh, with the Boogie Monster. Yeah. Uh, myself and Kalkanane. Uh, all things unknown. You know, aliens, Bigfoot, UFOs. Usually it's just a lot of food talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but new episodes every Tuesday. And then every Monday I drop my other podcast, The Gravy Boat. And it's just uh, an alt-country radio hour. Oh, all uh, right. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm Big into, like, alt-country bands and stuff. Hell yeah. So I just do an hour of... It's just like listening to an hour of the radio if it was a cool alt-country station. All right. Well, I guess this is why you're here. Have you been to Twist and Shout here in town? No. Uh, I work there. I've been there a long time. It's one of the best record stores in the country. Okay. So while you're in town, make sure you get down cool. to Twist and Shout. Twist and Check and Shout. out the country record section if you're yeah. in vinyl at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. We're, we, uh, we're one of the last vestiges of, like... The old school record That's store. That's awesome. I love, country, I love yeah. a record store. It's man. huge, too. It's yeah, crazy. it's huge. It's like a, I, I, when, the, when people ask me to describe it, I say it's a museum okay. to music cool. with a record store inside. Right and, on. And, um, yeah, definitely check out Twisted Shout while you're in town. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I so saw you have your, your you have a Nashville hat on from what is that? Uh, yeah, Ernest Tubbucker Tub shop. Yeah, yeah, man, that's yeah, cool. I love Nashville. I was born in Nashville. I'm dying to get down there to check out Third Man Records. Oh yeah, what they got going on. Yeah, it's very cool. I haven't been by it yet, but they're putting out some good stuff. Well, they put out comedy records. Yeah, too. my cool. good buddy Billy Wayne Davis. Yeah. Oh yeah, Billy Wayne Davis. He's, He's been on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> podcast. Rory Scovel's got a Third Man. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was Rory's albums all in Braille. Uh huh. Yeah, all fucking he, he came on like not one to necessarily talk about any of the shit we had on the board. I mean, well, we did my basketball podcast, and he's into basketball. Right. And then he stayed to do this one, and about I'd say half hour in, he was like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" But I'll, I'll never forget because we talked about the the Nazification of, of Disney. Well, apparently, the the whoever the his ex wife's current guy is like real cool and into stuff where he kept talking about it. he was like you guys love him yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get him here. but we had a really good Disney World conversation <laughs> so that was a great episode do you remember me telling the story about serving papers to someone on the Boogie Monster yeah, yeah I do because I used to be a process server that was uh that's the, lady, that's the lady you were just talking about. <laughs> so you done that? You were watching Rory's kid the other day? Yeah, yeah. Babysit for Rory. I serve papers to Billy Wayne's ex-wife. Nice. I'm, I'm a real versatile friend. <laughs> Whatever you need done, I'll do it. <laughs> all right, well, before we get on, you guys make sure you check out all of Dave Stone stuff. You got any websites, uh, Twitter handle, anything Yeah, like at Dave Stone Comedy. I got a website, but it fucking sucks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why people do websites anymore. I, a buddy of, was like, like, I'll do it for you. And I was like, cool. And then he didn't do it. And now it's just it's there. Just hanging out stupid. there. Floating in the ether. Yeah. Well, so, make sure you guys go to at Dave Stone Comedy on Twitter. You yeah. know all what's going on. Um, I got a big show I'm producing up at the Squire on April 17th. Um, got Bob Howard's going to be back hosting it. And oh, uh, got David Bory and Josh Blue headlining it. It's going to be a free show on a Monday a night. Monday? Yeah, it's like so 11 o'clock thing. You got David Bory. Yeah. Right. That's a great bomb back at the Squire. That's <laughs> yeah, he's going to be hosting it. That's the worth the price. There's a lot of good people on that show. It's going to be fun. And then Cartoons is coming up on the 28th, I want to say. Cool. And I got uh, AJ Finney, Arsh Singh, and... Some other locals on there. Probably a special guest, man. I'll be back here in the room room this Friday for. Uh, we still like. We you. still like you. If you want to hear a story about me, fucking up my best, well, my childhood best friend relationship, uh, and yeah, I don't know, being a complete asshole. I'm down for that. Anybody else? Uh, I'll be working the door for We Still Like. <laughs> well, and you can also listen to I'll Dave. Be the bar. You can also listen to Dave Stone on Jake's podcast. Yeah, yeah. whiskey and cigarettes. It was a great episode. That was fun. Yeah, I got real high. That <laughs> happens on that podcast. Oh, yeah. I did too. Actually, oh yeah. And when I was editing it last night, I realized that I never like explained why I asked if we could still call them colored cups. Yeah, Solo sells the red and blue cups and. Packages that say solo colored cups. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but I was high enough that like, I said something yeah. awkward and then never explained it. Get back to it. Talking about the colored cups? Well, we were talking about you, Oof, can't, no, you can't call them no. monkey dishes anymore because oh. of lawsuits. Oh, God. I haven't heard that word in so long. Ramekin's monkey dishes because there was a lawsuit at one point. Oh, my God. That's what we called it. Stand and shake. And I asked, like, like, well, can we ago. still call them colored cups? Out of context. Oh, Lord. Shit. I've never heard the term monkey. Monkey, no, that and was. Dave and Zach both took a little pause and were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I never explained, I didn't realize until I heard the edit that I never said anything. Or something? Yeah. It, like Indiana Jones. Zach that's what theorized I that they actually used them to feed monkeys. 
But yeah, so like in theory, like racist shouldn't be able to commandeer no. a, an actual term. A term Monkey is a real term. So is colored. Raccoon red and blue is a real red term. Red and blue are the colors yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get them those crib and blood cups. Speaking of Billy Wayne, he's got that great joke about when you have an accent like mine, you can't ask for colored pencils. And <laughs> <laughs> One for us, Nate. For uh, the 657th time, as always, a tweet from unofficial father sponsor and one-time James Bond, George Lazenby. Do you think winding was sexual for Cogsworth? That was George Lazenby, everybody. As always, just been with the Broadcast Geeks. Uh, big shout-out to Sexpot Comedy. Go to their website. You can listen to all of our past episodes. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, make sure you go to at Dave Stone Comedy on Twitter. Uh, follow him, and you can see what he's got going on as far listen as Twitter and, and his thoughts on barbecue. Yeah, and follow his podcast. Uh, as always, to a town near you. Yeah, that's true. As always, everyone, Excelsior. Excelsior. This has been a sex pot comedy joint, collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari, headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.